Hi, this is Madeleine, teaching you how to enhance your love relationship and also how to come closer to your partner. You know, one way of becoming closer to your partner is actually to understand your partner better, to put effort into understanding your partner's personality profile better. I'm actually shocked to realize how many people feel that their partners don't understand them. I mean, your partner is the one person that must understand you and must, who must get you, who must see you. You know, if, if two years ago I watched a movie, I think the name of the movie was um, You're Not You. Hilary Swank plays in it. The movie is about a, a husband and his wife who has a beautiful marriage. They have a lovely home. They have great friends, lovely jobs. Everything is great until she gets ill. I think she got some kind of mus muscular dystrophy. And she became so ill that she was in a wheelchair later on. You know, her husband was very beautiful. He, he loved her. He was good to her. But he made a mistake. He thought he was helping her by going on as if though nothing happened. He kept on dressing her in the beautiful dresses, putting her in the wheelchair, taking her out with her friends, putting makeup on her face. To him, he wanted her to feel that nothing changed. But in the process, he didn't realize that she changed. Her needs changed. Everything about her life changed, and he didn't adapt to that. One day, she said to her caretaker, You know what? My husband loves me, but he doesn't see me. You see me. Because the caretaker understood her needs, understood who she was now. And that said a lot to me. In the end, you know, she died in the arms of the caretaker. Not in the arms of the man who loved her, but who didn't see her anymore. But if you want to see your partner, you must understand your partner. And, you know, really putting effort into understanding your partner's personality profile will help you understand your partner's behavior, motives, and the whole view of the life better. You know, there are many tests and tools that they put on the market to help us understand our personalities better. The one I love to use when I teach couples is the, that I use the theory of the Myers-Briggs personality test. They actually call it the MBTI, the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator. If you look on the internet, you'll find a lot of very interesting information about the Myers-Briggs. Now, the Myers-Briggs tests eight preferences and each person chooses four of them and the combination of the four preferences make your personality. I'm going to give you a little bit of background about um, these preferences and then you can try and figure out between you and your partner which profile suits both of you and then I can, I can start explaining to you and you'll understand better how this can help you in your relationship. Now, the Myers-Briggs test, firstly, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert. Extroverts are people who live outwardly, to, out, to the outer world. They find their energy in people and activities. They like visiting friends and um, inviting people over. When they're without, when not with people, they get bored and tired, and they need that energy of other people around them to feel that life is worth it. They speak a lot, more than introverts, and they, um, they need to be touched and given attention to feel that they are happy. Introverts, on the other side, are people who are quiet. They live, live 
to the inside. They figure out life by reflecting about things. And people can tire them. They love it to be at home and not have friends over sometimes. Doesn't mean they don't like people, but people can tire them. At a party, they will want to go home early because they, they feel that they are tired of all the people around them, whereas the extrovert would want to stay later because they're now energized by all those people around them. Introverts are quiet and they need less upheaval and less attention. You actually give do them a favor if you leave them on their own sometimes. You know, and introverts and extroverts often marry. Can you think the impact it can have if they don't realize that they are exactly the opposite? I'll tell you more later about that. Secondly, the Marshbeck's test whether you're an intuitive person or a sensor. It's just terms they use, but the sensors are people who take in information that they can see and touch and feel. Facts and detail. But if you ask them, are there people on other planets, they'll usually say no. We've never seen them. Because they are detailed people, but not big picture people. And um, they're also traditionalists. They don't like new things. They like things the way they are. They adapt to life the way it is and make the most of it. They don't like unnecessary change or weird things. At the restaurant, they'll eat the food they know. They don't want to try something new. They like normal sex, normal food and things to be the way they are. Good people, maybe a little bit mundane sometimes, but their feet is on the ground. They are not dreamers and idealists. Their head is not in the clouds. Their heads are not in the clouds, I'll say. But okay, then you get the intuitive people, dreamers and idealists. Intuitive people are creative thinkers. They think out of the box. They see the big picture. They go on hunches. Um, the intuitive people see possibilities and have vision. They like to see life the way it can be, not the way it is. They want to grow. At the restaurant, they'll try something new. They will want to go to the sex shop and try something else. So the, the, the intuitive person um, will say they think there are people on, on, other, on other planets, even though we haven't seen them. And they are more dreamers and idealists. Sometimes the, the intuitive people can be a little bit disappointed with life because we might dream it better than what it is. But both of them are gifts, just different gifts. I suddenly think of something. I'm this, the intuitive person and my husband is the sensor. We once visited friends and there was a weird atmosphere. I told my husband in his ear, there's really a weird atmosphere here. I think they must have thought of something before we came there. He said to me, what atmosphere? <laughs> That's typical sensor. They won't pick it up. Whether for the um, intuitive person, it's just obvious. And they take in information that they can't see, touch or feel. Okay, third thing that the, um, test, the Marshbeck's test test is whether you're a thinker or a feeler. The thinkers are people who are tough-minded and opinionated. They have strong ideas about um, um, things and there are like you won't easily convince them of a different opinion so they they fight according to the facts of a situation but they might not take into account the human factor they can be a bit hard and tough-minded and um, but they're very um, trustworthy in the sense that they um, what they say they mean and they keep to it but maybe a little bit tough 
they like to take leadership and tell people what to do, they can be a bit domineering. Then the feelers on the other side are the softies. They don't like fighting. They are lovers, not fighters. They care about people, always take the, the human factor into account. They might um, sometimes miss some of the facts because they have so much empathy and they want to know why people do things. It's not just about the facts and what did they do, but why did they do it. Feelers are people pleasers and want to make other people happy. So they'll easily give in, um, especially to a thinker. And they don't usually want to tell people what to do. They're not domineering. Um, they like to nurture people and, and, and serve others. Then the last one that the Marshbeck's test is whether you're a perceiver or a judger. Again, it's just terms. The judges are people who like rules. They follow the rules. They are trustworthy. They plan their lives ahead and they keep to the plans. They don't like it if somebody mess up their plans. The judges are very um, strict in a certain way. They like schedule and routine and things to be in order. And they like closure. So usually you can trust them. And um, you know where you stand with them. They can be a bit too strict. Sometimes they can be a pain. But you always know where you stand by, with them, as I said. And um, they know what they want. They're also very appropriate. Yeah? They, they know what words to use when. And there's a lot of parent in this um, preference. For example, they will tell you, you can't talk like that. You can't say that in front of the pastor. Or uh, be careful um, the way you dress. They want things to be right. Right and wrong is clear to them. They're not gray. It's white and black. Now the perceiver. Perceivers are people who are laid back. They don't read the rule book. Perceivers are happy-go-lucky. Go with the flow. Don't plan ahead. Those plans anyway never work out. That's what the perceiver will say. Perceivers... Um, don't say, let's organize and control our lives. The perceivers say, relax, let's experience life. There might be a lot of child in that preference because the perceiver want to play and have fun. They know how to have fun. And just relax and enjoy life. Okay, maybe we, we can sometimes say that they are too laid back. And the perceiver can sometimes leave, leave things for tomorrow so they procrastinate. And sometimes they start things that they don't finish. But they are very easygoing people, very flexible. They let other people be, live and let live. They are grey, very adaptable because of that. So do you see that each preference has beauty in it? And maybe something difficult in it. The combination of these, uh, of the four preferences you chose makes your personality. Let me give you a few ideas. If you chose the ISTJ, for example, an introverted, sensing thinking judger those are people who do what they have to do they're very straightforward no nonsense people they often become soldiers like they say the top u.s marines are all isdjs because this personality is so steadfast and so trustworthy and they do everything they said they're going to do and they do it right but they might not have a lot of fun and they might not laugh enough and they might do, they might have ulcers because they're so worried that they do everything right that sometimes they don't spend enough time enjoying life. But um, the 
as I said, opposites often attract. The direct opposite of the ICJ would be the ENFP, the extroverted, intuitive, feeling perceiver. These people are fun-loving. Their motto is to give life an extra squeeze. They laugh a lot. They have a lot of child in their personality. They don't tell people like the ICJ would tell you what to do and how because there's parent in that personality. The, the perceiver, oh, the, sorry, the ENFP, they just live their life and they have fun. They often say the ENFP should have been hippies because the flower power time and all the ideas of the flower power time would have suited them well, where everybody was allowed to be themselves, make love, not war, um, live a life of freedom and love and no conflict. Because for the NFP, life is an adventure that they want to live. And as long as people can love each other and care about each other, the NFP is happy. Even though they're very sensitive for criticism and sometimes very hard on themselves, they always will give love and attention to other people and try to make their lives fun and positive. Now, all the personalities have something beautiful in it. Some of the personalities are gifted that they love animals a lot and others are gifted that they are managers and they they manage everything and they are so trustworthy when it comes to organizing plans and um, helping people to get um, organized others are, are gifted because they are they they are gifted in um, adrenaline rush things they love adrenaline rush and they always want to do things that excite them or drive fast cars, or do bungee jumping, because that's their gift, drive with um, the motorcycles. It's their gift to do something exciting. Every personality has a different beauty. Your work is to understand your personality and your partner's personality, how they differ. And when you realize, but my partner was born that way, you realize, I don't want to change my partner. You must accept your partner exactly the way they are, with their positive and negative attributes. But, so never try to change your partner and get your partner to accept you the way you are. But never think that you won't change. You know how you do change. In the process that you are trying to look after your partner's needs, that's so different from yours. You become a little bit like your partner. You will grow. You know why I think opposites attract often? Is that you can I think you can only learn from somebody who's different from you you cannot learn from somebody who's exactly like you what will you learn you're the same so in the process that you are looking after your partner's needs you become like them you develop your other half you grow that's the beauty of it do me a favor and really go and sit down with your partner Try to figure out your profiles, even if you use a different tool. There are many, many things that you can read on the internet. And when you understand your partner's profile and your profile, start first by showing your partner acceptance and telling them, this is a beautiful thing about you and I love the way that you are. That's what made me fall in love with you. Even though the same things can sometimes make you a bit crazy, eh? you must show them that you accept them. For example... The extrovert must accept that sometimes at a party, the introvert wants to go home early. They can make plans to work around this. And the introvert must understand that the extrovert needs to stay longer because they're happy now. They're now energized and happy when they be 
among a lot of people and it, they are giggling and laughing and having fun and they mustn't feel that the other one is disrespectful towards them. First understanding you're doing exactly what suits your personality. The same if the judge and the perceiver is in a relationship. The judger must understand the perceiver is not light because they don't respect the, the judger. They are light because perceivers are always light. We can't help it. We're trying our best, but there's always something that causes us not to keep on time and to the time limit. And it's not on purpose. Um, but the the perceiver must also understand the judger is upset when they're late. They actually prefer to be half an hour early because then they feel they're in control and things are um, going to work out according to plan. They're always scared if they're going to be late. Um, something might happen and it might mess up all the plans. So first understanding this about one another, not teasing each other or being rude to one another because of these differences and not seeing it as simple, if you as unnecessary. If you understand the importance of things to somebody because of their personality, you're really starting to show them respect and making them feel comfortable. I want to say say make the, making them feel safe with you. Let me think of another example. What about the feeler and the thinker? You know, as a feeler, a feeler always wants to give money to people who suffer. Like at the robot, if there's somebody standing, like a beggar, the feeler will want to give money. The thinker will say, no, they're going to waste that, waste that money on alcohol, for example. And then the perceiver, oh, then the feeler might say, yes, but that person has nothing. What else do they have to do? They don't have a home. They're homeless. They don't have a TV. What else must they do for fun? Let them then rather drink. Then the thinker will say, logically, yes, but that alcohol is bad for their health. It might kill them. And then the feeler will say, yes, but shame. They have no life anyway. Maybe dying young is not so bad if you have such a horrible life. The feeler is not being rational, they're talking about the person's feelings. The thinker is being rational, and I'm not saying they're not right. It's not about right and wrong, it's about why people think a certain way. So understanding this, it will make the way you fight different. It will make the way you respect each other different. Um, it will change the way you fight, and the way you, you understand why the other person's motives. That's what it's about. But... Start with unconditional love, showing you your partner that you respect their profile, you respect who they are and why they have that kind of personality. First, if you've done that, you can start working on getting compromises again and f meeting each other halfway. But it's so wonderful if you know that the person that loves you understand who you are and really then accept who you are. You cannot say, I accept who you are if you don't even understand who the person is. Enjoy learning to know each other better.